Here's another Correct, way they're getting yeah. away with it. Weishaupt again. Our data shows that about two-thirds of managers, 64%, have coffee badged themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing it too. They don't want to be there either. With another <laughs> with another 6% who want to try it. Oh, yeah. oh this coffee this <laughs> yeah, seems to be a, nice. Give that a shot. Yeah, I might try that. Hmm. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Happy holidays! Day 12 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I think there's good news in what I'm about to share with you. And that being, if you're willing to hustle, the world is your oyster. If you're willing to try at all, show any sort of effort, like you can, you can take that hill. You can beat the competition. So I'm increasingly fascinated by these terms we have for people in the workplace, different labels we have for people who are exhibiting various behaviors. One of them was quiet quitting. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. That was the thing we had where basically you're doing the bare minimum just to get by at work and hope nobody notices and you sort of dare them to fire you if that's not enough. And sometimes you don't get fired. Right? <laughs> all right. This, I'm going to do exactly what you told me to do and that's all. And we've debated, I don't want to go back and relitigate that because some people have said, well, why should you do more? Like, and I, I grant you, if you're working for an organization where the management is poor and the rewards are poor for working hard, I can get how that wears on you and just mm-hmm. say, look, sure. I, if I work hard, if I do the extra, I can't advance. I'm up against the ceiling here. They don't give me a raise. So, okay, fine. You back me into this corner. Here's what I'm going to do. Yep. Bare minimum of what you asked me to do. Here's if you don't what like you that, get. fire me. Yep. But anyway, I'm more fascinated by the term. They're quiet quitters. They're just sort of going about. They're not, they're not actually quitting. They're just sort of doing whatever they have to to get by. New trend emerging as we increasingly get to requiring folks to be back in person at the office, which I remain fascinated by the fact that it hasn't happened quicker. What are we post-COVID? What was COVID? Not 20? It's been a bit. Shut it down for a year and a half, two almost. See, I think it's more of a work perk now. I think uh, employees would say, hey, you know what? I, I'll work there if I get to work from home for two days a week. I'm sure that's an option, right, that some, some companies are offering. Right, have for their loyal employees whom they wanted to retain who got used to yeah. working at home mm-hmm. and liked it has almost been forced to accommodate that or you could lose a large chunk of your workforce right. you don't want to come back. So some have done that. Others, right, to your point, have offered that as, hey, we're two days a week work from home. If that's something you need or is attractive, fine. And for those employers who are willing to do it, that's fine. You can run your company however you want. But for many employers, they want people back in the office at least once in a while. So they're offering this sort of hybrid. So they're requiring maybe it's two days a week where you work. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, everybody's back in the office. Or at least half the day you have to be in the office and you get home. However those arrangements mm-hmm. work, right. they call them hybrid workers. So sure. a little bit of work from home, a little bit in the office. Well, some folks are so hell-bent on not being in the office that they are sort of quiet quitting the hybrid work in a new term that's called coffee badging. Coffee badging. So that'll become abundantly clear why it's okay. that as I described to you what it is. 58% of hybrid workers are doing this according to a study by Owl Labs in Boston. In short, those who are allowed the flexibility of some work-from-home time are spending as little time as possible in the office to meet that requirement. Frank Weishaupt is CEO of Owl Labs. That's the company that conducted the survey. Okay. 
Here he is talking with Fox Business. Coffee badging is when employees show up to the office for enough time to have a cup of coffee, show their face, and get a badge swipe, then go home and do the rest of their work. <laughs> On that day. So if you so get, it's, it's worth it just yes. to come in and show your face. You said I had to be in the office, so I came to the office. Fine. Beep. I badged in. Beep. Door opened, whatever. So on the computer readout, was Eric in the office today? Yeah, it shows he came in at 9 o'clock today. It also says I left at, what, 9, 10? <laughs> well, sometimes you don't have to swipe out. You oh, just have to swipe point. in, right? Point. <laughs> All right, Eric was here. Anybody seen Eric? I thought this is an in-person day. I saw him at the coffee thing. Yeah, I saw him this morning. He was uh, in a coffee and his little bagel there. Had a little cafeteria mm, time this yeah. morning. So you show your face around so others see you. So you're talked about, right? And then you just jet and go home after that. And then do your work from home? Yeah. <laughs> so Because so objectionable is being in the office. That This one I don't get either because I understand some folks don't like to be in the office because of the commute. Sure. Right? Like, I have to come into work. I have to find a place to park. So, okay, I'll grant you that. But, like, if you had to come in anyway, you're already here. You're taking the you time. Just... You showered. You dressed nice. Right? You did whatever prep you needed to do. You drove in. And then you're going to leave after a few minutes. Find your desk and get something done, wouldn't you? Hmm. So how are they getting away with it? If this is so objectionable, how are they getting away with it? This coffee badging shouldn't yeah. work. Like, somebody's got to be on to you, right? It's 3 in the afternoon and you're never you, here. Someone knows this is someone is on it. Here's uh, Weishaupt again. This is, again, the guy who's uh, CEO at the company that conducted this study. People at all levels of companies and organizations are busy with their own jobs, so they don't have time to keep tabs on everyone else's whereabouts. So he's saying mm. one thing is folks are doing their own thing. Like, I'm busy doing I'm not overly concerned with whether Eric's here or not here. I'm doing my thing. If it there's, doesn't affect me. Yeah, but there's always at least one auditor. There's always one person who notices. Somebody knows. Who's paying attention to what everyone else is or isn't doing. Did you see what time Eric got here today? <laughs> yeah, right. Well after 9 o'clock. Right. Came in here, had a cup of coffee. I didn't see him after 10. He's never here after Well, now 10. he's on a Zoom call. Oh, yeah. I don't know why he's well, he on a Zoom call. He looks busy, yeah. Why is well, he on Zoom today? I don't know why it's blurred behind him. I mean, you probably should just be the <laughs> office behind him, right? Sometimes the office needs that guy. To keep tabs on everybody else. Because <laughs> apparently management isn't doing it. Here's more from Weishaupt. If a coffee badger doesn't have any in-person meetings or a desk near the boss, person might not be missed. Although on the flip side of that, do you want to be the person who's not missed when you're not around? <laughs> yeah, like, great point. Not great for your but, future. I mean, I'm assuming, though, like the way you're, you're going through this and detailing this, this still indicates that the coffee badger is doing their job. Right? Yeah. They're still productive. They're just pushing back on the man telling them that they have to be in the office twice a week. Why do I have to come to this physical space right. two times a week or four times, whatever it is that you set because, you know, whatever, I can, I can do my job. So otherwise. instead of rolling out of bed and starting their job at 7.50 a.m. and being done early, they're going to take the time to drive in, to drive home and start their job at 10.30 and push back whatever day just because they don't feel like doing any work at home. Here's another way they're getting away with it. Weishaupt again. Our data shows that about two-thirds of managers, 64%, have coffee badged themselves. (laughs) (laughs) So they're doing it too. They don't want to be there either. With another another 6% who want to try it. Oh, this coffee (laughs) seems to be nice. Give that a shot. I might try that. hmm. Just ghost in the afternoon. I guarantee I, that does, I I feel like that idea of s- slowly disappearing or quietly disappearing has probably been taking place even well before COVID. 
where people just kind of show up and walk around and do a little bit. Then all of a sudden it's 2.30 and they're like, all right, duck out of here for the rest of the day. Or even they are physically there, but they're not actually doing anything after 2.30. Yeah. Just sort of over here, I'm over there. All of a sudden, they're at their copy machine for a yeah. while, talking to somebody. Then you hear them in the cafeteria talking to somebody. I told you about my buddy Dave that I used to work with at, at TMJ4, and he always wanted there to be a position. He called it the traveling minstrel. That would be the guy in the office who actually doesn't have any other duties other than to go around and chat people up. <laughs> and bring a little spirit into the workplace. Over at Eric's desk now, and then I go see Greg Pancake Hill. Yeah, but then that hey, person Greg, starts... Hey, how's your day? What you uh, doing? That person starts repeating stories. <laughs> Comes around with the same crap right? every day. Yeah, you'd have to... I mean, that's to stay fresh. Did I tell you my kid made the football team? How about that? Yeah, yeah. it's been three days yeah, in a row Yeah, you told me yesterday. Now. Right, good. Got Anything new? new? Stories. Well, maybe if it's your job, you could focus on having better stories. Instead of just the annoying guy who's trying to do it in his free time. <laughs> you get put on plan. Uh, Vince, right. uh, hey, look, we need to see at least... Five to six new stories a week coming from you when you're chatting with people at the desks. Hearing you're asking a lot of the same questions don't of want, people. Don't want to hear any more hey. about the neighbor's dog barking. Don't want to hear any more about your kid trying to make the basketball team. The traveling minstrel. Good position. The other thing, here is in terms of whether or not you can find these people out who are or are not where they're supposed to be is like here, and some offices have gone to this as well, to sort of accommodate in the millennial for workforce that just does things differently than we did. Part of that is technology has allowed it. Like you used to need your computer. Right. But now that maybe it's cheaper and more effective for everybody to have a laptop, mm-hmm. we don't, with exception of the, the news software and the other things that, that we need that are a little bit more robust for all of us here at Good Karma Brands, everybody has a laptop and you can kind of do your work wherever. Sure. And there's, a, I mean, across the industry, radio, yes. a, lo- a lot more broadcasters are broadcasting from home than from ever before. Now, we don't for obvious reasons, but you could. And so many more companies, right, no matter what you do, right, if you, if you need a, a PC or, you know, so to speak, to do your work, you know, the, the laptop is so much more robust right. than yes. it used to be. Correct. So what we do here is you don't really have a desk. There are desks for you to do your work, but you're supposed to bring your laptop and sort of flop yep, wherever you yep. want, and, and they call it hoteling. Yeah, change the surroundings a little bit. Well, my issue with that, was it you that teased me the other day about my backpack? That the your size backpack of my was backpack? enormous. You have all this stuff it in is. it. It's like, They're like textbooks like in there. Like a Sherpa. <laughs> so I've got a whole bunch. Right, I look like I look like a high school student with you my do. backpack full of stuff. And Eric says, what's all in your backpack? I said, my desk. That's the problem. <laughs> my whole desk is in oh, here. Yeah. i got to carry it All around. your files. <laughs> Pictures of my kids yeah, I pull out of there. No, I, I don't, but I would prefer to have a station where, you know, like this is always my desk. But what's happened with the hoteling at our place is fine, fair enough. You have a bunch of desks that don't belong to anybody. Okay. Sit down someplace new, it encourages you to sit by new people. I'll grant you that. But what's happened is people sort of gravitate toward the same desk all the time, and slowly their stuff starts accumulating on the desk. Against the rules, by the way. It is against the rules, you're right. So then that sort of becomes people's desks. So now I go up there, and I don't like to sit at somebody else's desk. But it's not theirs. If they leave a few but things on there. But there's stuff there. So you won't sit there? So like yesterday. You don't have to use their coffee mug. <laughs> and their pencils and stuff. Ruffle through their drawers. No, because yesterday I went up there looking for a desk. And there are a couple of open desks, but they were used. And then there were a couple of sort of desks where people tend to gravitate. Arnie was gone, right? Okay, yeah. He had his knees done or something like that. He dig so, through. He yeah. had some of his snacks. So like, oh, Arnie's not here. He's not going to be here for a couple of weeks. Just sit at his desk. Well, Arnie's got stuff on his desk. So that's not 
I don't want to sit at his desk. You don't have to eat his apple. You just have to sit at his Kids desk. Kids looking at me in his pictures, <laughs> right? <laughs> I So that's like ver- Airbnb versus hotel for me. If you want Airbnb in, that's what that is. That's staying at somebody else's desk. That's their desk. I want a hotel desk, which is just like it's right. open for anyone. Right, fair enough. Getting some text on this. I actually got some HR people talking about the coffee badging. Uh, let's go through those next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight twenty-eight on Wisconsin's Morning News. Hey, by the way, if you're interested, you know, as Greg Pancake Hill, as he often does, creates remarkable set lists for us when it's holiday time. And uh, we have another one this week. He's creating a holiday set list. And there is going to be a Spotify for this. Is that the idea? That Already is, sir. Already is, baby. <laughs> so if you want the best of the best, Craig Pancake Hill music for the your... funkified holiday. Yes. Right? The best bit. music. Uh, just text the word Carol. I went with Jingle. Jingle. <laughs> I should have told you that probably ahead of the second. <laughs> text the word Steve. No, uh, Jingle. <laughs> jingle to the Old National Bank talking. Text next the line. words Yuletide. 855 No, no. Okay, what, what did we decide on? <laughs> jingle. 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 J-I-N-G-L-E. Correct. Yes. To 855-616-1620. Greg will send you the link to his And these are nothing but the best. Holiday music playlist. Nothing but the best. A couple other texts on this. We've been talking about this term coffee badging where if you're the boss says, all right, you have to be in person a couple times a week or whatever. So so distasteful do you find that, that you come in, you, beep, you swipe badge, you get in the thing, so you're in the computer as having shown up. You have a cup of coffee around a few people so you know you've been seen, and then you go back home and do the rest do of your Do your work day. from there. Uh, from the old National Bank talking text line, people are becoming more and more antisocial. That's the motivation behind the disdain for in-office work. I don't see that changing anytime soon, unfortunately. A little element to that, right? Yeah. Is it a sustain for office work because you're antisocial, or is it you just don't want to go into the office anymore because you'd rather be at home, living your life? <laughs> well, but uh, but are we I mean, working? You still have to work. That's right. the thing. That's the issue. You were onto something early about like in terms of what people think work is, and it's, it's so old to always bag on younger generations or whatever. So my, this isn't exclusive yeah, no, to younger people. But my concern is that there are work folk, whether it's generational or not that view work as school. So what do you do when you go to school? At least my kids, they just go. I mean, they, you know, good kids, we're lucky there, but like they just you go. You said I had to go, so I'm yep. here. All right, I'm here. I'm doing the school thing. I'm listening to the teacher. And I feel like there is a segment of our workforce that is just going to work just to like, oh, well, I had three meetings today. Well, right, regardless of what was accomplished in those eight hours or nine yeah, or yeah. four or yeah. whatever you all and have it, as your workday. Right. I was there, therefore I was yeah. working. And the reason I bring that up is not because of some anecdotal you know, no, observation. It's more of like, look at social media timelines, like the, the number of things that people post and, and like say they're doing at different times of the workday. It's like, well, wait, what are you doing? Are you actually producing anything? Uh, do you have, there's this HR one. You see this one? Yeah. Um, from the old National Bank talk and text line. As a former HR manager, I am sure that people do notice... <laughs> when you check in and check out real quick. And uh, this person probably will not advance very far in the company. The people that will advance are the ones that are there doing their job and making sure the boss knows about it. Nothing wrong with that, right? Hey, boss. Hey, so boss. I'll let you know Good I got these TPS reports are done here. Take a look at these. 438, and I'm, I'm here. 
Just letting you know I'm here. That doesn't necessarily mean they're working, though. Now, also true, as we've just discussed. But I, I think, too, I said off the top, there's a positive in this. The positive is you know, people are born with varying levels of talent and ability, right? Some people are better at things than others. Correct. But right now, for the for the crowd that wants to outwork somebody to get ahead, man, there's a lot of, a lot of green in front of you, a lot of football field in front of you to score that touchdown. If you are willing to do the work, any work, at all, like right now, show up even and be around, that somehow distinguishes you from a large percentage of the workforce. Chance for you to get ahead. 8.32 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight forty one, Wisconsin's morning news. Greg Pancake Hill produces the program and has curated this holiday themed playlist. If you want to hear it, it's up on. So when we, when they text jingle, and that's the word you need, jingle J I N G L E to the old National Bank talk and text line eight five five six one six one six twenty. What do you send people? The link to what? They get the webpage with a link to the Spotify set. List. Not even a link. The Spotify set list just is right there embedded. in the page. Yeah, Bing. yeah easy for you. Okay. And you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Happy holidays. Hey, uh, the mayor was in yesterday on Steve's show, right? W- yes. And WTMJ now with Steve Scafidi. He asked him about the Christmas tree thing. Right. You remember this story? The whole Christmas tree I do fiasco? Remember. One if of you my will. favorite of December. All of a sudden, the city announces, uh, yeah, oh, by the way, uh, you got those Christmas trees, you know, that you put up a natural tree. You know, you bring it to the curb and then we come pick it up. We're not going to pick them up this year. You got to. T- you gotta put it back, strap it back to the hood of your car, or whatever, or the roof of your car, not the mm-hmm. hood. Sure. <laughs> hey, who knows? No, however, you gotta get it over to the recycling center and get rid of it yourself. Now the city has since backtracked on that, but the backstory was fun in terms of finger pointing of whose who fault this first, was. And, right. Yeah. And it sounded like the city knew for a while, or at least per, you know. Personnel, the DPW knew. Anyway, the mayor was asked about it. Steve brought it up to him. I was not uh, pleased with the fact that the Department of Public Works did not get that information out um, sooner. But ultimately, the buck stops with me. And so I take responsibility. So he's owning it. Is this like a head coach and players thing? I, I or a head think coach so. and like other coaches? Yes. Like, well, I'm the head coach. Because it's not a good look if he were to point at other people. <laughs> Just start naming names. Well, it's this guy. Shinlinden over there was yeah. the first one to get the message. Blow him up. That's not right. a good look. I fired him. He's gone. Well, oh, yeah. There should be some accountability. I, I don't right. disagree with that. There might have been behind the scenes. And there was some accountability in front of the scenes. <laughs> and they had that public point. hearing. That's a good point. Where all the aldermen lined up to have their swing. <laughs> Trotted that poor guy out there who's not the head of DPW. Was, yeah, who was clearly busy that morning doing something else. He wasn't there, but uh, this guy was to just hear, yes, because it was the committee, the Department of Public, or the, uh, yeah, DPW committee. Yep. And then on top of that, various other aldermen and women came to the meeting as <laughs> well to, show up to take their swings. Also make a comment, yeah. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. That's heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WTMJ. Eight forty-seven, Wisconsin's morning news. Folks want to know if the ch- if the choking sound is going to replace the cough. 
This is coming through on the, the old National Bank talk well, and text it, it line could. this morning. I guess it depends on uh, how things play out. I don't want anything to replace the cough. Cough is a one and only. It's not going anywhere. Don't worry. So here's where the co- or the choke sound comes from. So this guy, I don't know if you ever did this. When you were on TMJ4 News with Susan, did you guys ever do like, hey, here's a food segment where the the chef comes in or maybe Susan made a cookie from the We Energies cookie book and you guys all tried it live? And I never liked to, and I, I still don't like to try stuff live on okay. here. In part because if you're bringing a guest in who's prepared something, like I was always afraid of a. Well, well, first I was conscious of who wants to watch me eat on TV. Or <laughs> here, you know, you can watch us on the live stream and text the word "watch" to the old National Bank Talk and text line. We'll beam the live stream link out to you so you can watch us any morning. But if you know we're in here and you're watching on the thing and we're sampling stuff, who wants to watch me eat? Well, so there's that. But then secondly, I was afraid. Like, what if I don't like it? Yeah, and I, I know that's true because we've had food in here before for different things, and you're like, I don't yeah, want like to. Uh, tr- uh, I want to try it. Yeah, but let me do, do it that. off the air, right? <laughs> yeah, just in case. Well, they ran into that. So this is a TV station out of Canada, where one of the teammates of the four that were on on set. She brought artichoke dip for the others to try. Right now, Sorry. this did not work out. Um, so uh, it's artichoke too much, dip. Too much, too much. <laughs> so she's providing um, it to him now. They're trying it. Uh, is it edible? I'm wondering about that. Yeah, at first, I'm like, well, it's not that bad, but the vinegar. But there's no vinegar in there. So here's what <laughs> happens. <laughs> That's the That's problem. He's trying to get it down, and he spits oh, it out. <laughs> see, no one wants to see that either. Okay. He couldn't so, swallow it, so he actually like spit it out. I'm not trying to be rude here. It's okay. I agree with oh, you. Don't you make It was that it. bad. Oh. And then that's there's it. that. That's the sound. So that's the sound oh. I never want to hear if I ever serve you or Debbie anything. I don't want to hear this sound. Oh. <laughs> that's not a good sign. It's a little dramatic, too, though. <laughs> it was that bad, apparently. Well, here's how we know it was bad. Uh, he also, she also fed it to the others. Well, okay, I didn't have a lemon, so I just cut up an orange and put that in there. Which and can we? I, that doesn't hang sound on. bad. Yeah, let's well, start there. <laughs> I think she may have no, been. Oh, citrus is citrus. <laughs> it's not really. No, there's a lot more sugar yeah, in it. Yeah, let's start there. That's one issue. Celery, salt, and oregano in it. See, this is where and the little bits of chemistry play in. Lastly, things didn't combine properly. So, how are you enjoying it, Amber? <laughs> it burns. <laughs> it burns. It burns. <laughs> Amber. No water on the set. They're just my struggling with that. I had no bucket flame. or anything either, just in case. Well, what if she said that she agreed? Then why is she making them eat it? Well, I think she may have, there may have been some hijinks involved, but she figured that she could try to be creative with her artichoke dip creation and didn't work out. Oh! (laughs) Would you, have you brought things in for us to to eat before? Would you like me to? What would you make? I said, all right, Eric, you, you have to bring something for the Wisconsin's Morning News, you know, holiday potluck. Oh, I, I do cookies. You would bake oh, yeah. them. My kid and I have been crushing the cookies this year. Yeah, I'd buy cookies. Yeah. You'd buy cookies. You would right. buy. Are you yeah, kidding me? Debbie's a Remember, burn I burned water. My mom is the one that brought that food in. So. Yeah. I didn't translate on down to you, huh? No. <laughs> I can bake more than I, I can try. cook. I, mean, I, I, do, I can I, cook. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm actually better at, at mixed drinks. So. Okay. So. Well, we can always well, I mean, we can, Depending <laughs> on what time we're meeting, I'm exactly. Open to that. 
my, my thing with cooking is, you know, like I'll do it and probably more often than not, or at least 50 50, I end up being the one who cooks dinners. My wife works late often okay. on, on weeknights. Yeah. So depending on who's, who's home, right? So dinner's on me. But sure. I don't do like a lot of recipes. I can, but they just seem time consuming. Like, so here's. Here's the dad plate. You got a hunk of meat, you got a starch, some pasta or potatoes or something like that, and you get a vegetable. But you're not getting something Florentine or like, I'm not following a recipe. <laughs> uh, no, I, I usually, uh, I need to follow a recipe. So I'll give like you a, some pork chops. make a soup no, or something like you're that. You're making soup? Oh, yeah, I made soup That's yesterday. That's like complex. You made soup yesterday. <laughs> what is complex about putting a couple of things in a bowl and heating it up? <laughs> that seems complex, no? That is complex. It you're, really you're is. What did you heat. put in the bowl? So I put in some chicken stock. I had okay. some leftover meatballs that I made for Italian wedding soup from last week. So I put in those meatballs, but I also made a vegetable. So I threw in some some onions, some carrots, and some, t- like, what are those tiny little pieces of pasta called? I'm going to say the wrong word. Pozo or something. I don't know. It's one of okay. the tiny stuff. And I heated that all up and threw in some spinach at the end and gave it a little bit of green. And, and then it just became soup. Yeah. Kids tore into it. I think there's some tomatoes I threw in there, too. That sounds pretty solid, actually. It, are and you just are, were you following up. recipe or just making it up? That one I kind of made up, but there was a recipe that I used a template of, just using the veggies we had. Eric soup, <laughs> but it's it's really like that's 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 my level, that's my ceiling. Right See there. me, I'm just throwing a pork chop on the grill. I'm putting okay. if it's broccoli or cauliflower, I'll probably chop it up. Either put Do that on the grill that or, or, roast no, it or, or I'll put it in the oven. Olive oil, salt, pepper. Yeah, I've done that. Little garlic powder. Throw that mm-hmm. in the oven, and then. Here's a little pasta with whatever, some sort of sauce. Okay, that sounds like a lot. Is a sauce? That's not a recipe, though. Okay. It's just your basics laid out. I think that's good. That's It's, it's better fine. than a lot of people do. <laughs> They're fed. Right. 853, uh, we'll bring in Steve Scafidi next, find out what he's got coming up. Uh, WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. WTMJ forecast is sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. High 36 degrees today with a low down to 29. And then warming up to the mid-40s through the remainder of the week. Right now at 19, WTMJ now, Steve Scafidi in the house. We had Niznanski on this morning, you know, over TMJ4. How's he doing? Uh, he's doing well, mm-hmm. but has... <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes meteorologists hedge their bets, right? A chance of this, chance of that. He put 0% the chance of having a white Christmas this year. Yeah. He is sure. I love that. I got stuff. I'm still doing stuff outside, and yeah, why not? So, what I want to ask him is, what's the science? Is there any possibility that when you start winter late, that it pushes later into next year? I don't think so. (laughs) Okay, right. The whole pay me now or pay me later. Yes, like we at least start the process now. I'd rather have the process begin already. Isn't this the El Nino? Is that it? Is an El Nino? Yeah. Yeah, Typically, we have like the you know warmer, not a snowy winter. Isn't that? Does that does that mean a couple of knock you out? Storms too, possibly. It or is could. That that like works? I thought, we get with that more precipitation. But since the temperatures are milder, yeah, you know, we'll get a little bit more rain than we would snow. But when we get snow, it might be big. Now I was hauling bags of stone yesterday from my truck to my backyard, and of it, was, you were. it was cold outside. Just wait. Can we stop on that sentence for yeah. a moment? I was hauling bags of stone yesterday. Yeah. Is that there's not a more scafidi sentence than that? Yeah, I had 16 bags of 50 16. pounds of stone, and I threw them on my shoulder one at a time and walked. It was great what, exercise. What project are you working on now? <laughs> this is the base for, nothing. My, he was for just, my new greenhouse. Nothing. Yeah, he was just moving it back and forth. <laughs> I want to get out? the base done before the winter so that when I start constructing the greenhouse in the spring, and it's And you awesome. waited till now? 
I was busy all year, Eric. I had a lot of things. I was traveling. So what? <laughs> <laughs> so what would have happened had it actually been snowing? Would you just waited then? No, I still would have done it. Yeah. Really? Football I'm not guy. a. I'm not a wimp. I'm not a wimp. You clearly one. not. No, no. I'm bags of stone. Bags of stone. Thank you, Menards. By the way. They were very helpful. I hauled a couple of bags of stone when I was playing Fortnite with my kid. <laughs> <laughs> right? You should see what he built out of that. Yeah. WTMJ Now with Steve Scafidi is up next. We'll do the business headlines first with the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sari Lesk. Third Space Brewing Company chooses Menominee Falls for its second tap room. The brewery plans to open the Third Space Innovation Brew House at the corner of Good Hope Road and Appleton Avenue. Three developments emerge for Milwaukee officials' consideration to reimagine the Marcus Performing Arts Center's parking structure. Details were not shared publicly. City leaders wanted proposals that would attract more people and activity to the downtown site. And Quick Trip plans to spend $151 million expanding its facilities in La Crosse. The latest project targets its dairy, commissary, and baking facilities and would qualify for additional tax credits from the state of Wisconsin. I'm Sari Lesk with Milwaukee, businessjournal.com, on News Radio WTMJ. Griffin's Holiday Service Special is here. For just $179.95, enjoy an oil change, tire rotation, air filter, wiper blades, and a complete multi-point inspection. We'll even check your battery and make sure your car's heating is winter ready. Drive into any of our five Griffin dealerships and unwrap the gift of worry-free driving. Tis the season for happy savings and happy car. See Griffin for details.